me, not the Romans. Uh, James. <laughs> First mistake of many. Uh, uh, James. And let's read from... Let's read from chapter 4 and verse 13 to chapter 5 and verse 11. Uh, why not read one verse each? Uh, we begin with James 4:13, and we read up to James chapter 5 and verse 11. Go ahead, please. Go to now, ye that say, today or tomorrow we will go in Your riches are corrupted and your garments are moth-eaten. Verse 3. Your, your gold and silver is a canker, and the rust of them shall be witness against you, and shall eat your flesh, and it will fire. He has heaped the treasure together for the last day. Verse 7. Be patient. Be patient. Yeah, hold on. Murmur not one against another, brethren, lest ye be judged. Behold, the judge stands before the door. Verse 10. Take my brethren, the prophet, uh, who have spoken in the name of the Lord, for an example of suffering, affliction, and oppression. Behold, we count them happy which endure. They have heard of the patience of Job, and have seen the end of the Lord. All right, thank you very much. In many different passages in the Bible, we see pictures, illustrations, parables, figurative language that makes use of the world of nature. In the Old Testament, for instance, the Bible says, that the Lord watches over and guides his people like an eagle that flutters over her nest and takes care of her young. The Lord Jesus said, Behold the fowls of the air. They don't sow, they don't reap, they don't gather into barns. Your heavenly Father feeds them, and you are more important. 
how much better are you than they? And also in the same passage, Matthew chapter 6, he said, consider the lilies of the field. Why are you worried about what to wear? Why are you worried about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field which uh, grow without toiling and without spinning. And without uh, spinning. Uh, In verse 7 of James chapter 5, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth and has long patience for it until he receives the early and latter rain. So, the farmer waits with patience for the fruit of the earth. And let's think of this picture that is presented to us and ask ourselves about this farmer and about his waiting, first of all. What can we say about this waiting? What kind of waiting uh, is it? And I'd like to say that he waits with a hope which is reasonable which is uh, uh, reasonable. Uh, He has a certain expectation that there will be a harvest, that there will be fruit, that there will be a result. And part of this expectation is that he has plowed the field and he has sown the grain, he has planted uh, the seed. If he hadn't plowed, and if he hadn't planted, then it would be unreasonable, it would be foolish to expect uh, a harvest. The earth on its own, with no labor whatsoever on the part of the farmer, is most likely to bring forth what? Thorns and thistles. This is what is likely to uh, take place. Now, if we think of things spiritually, because after all, we are thinking of a picture from the world of nature and how it illustrates certain spiritual truths. Think with me of, for instance, the parable of the rich fool. To what extent did the rich fool, to what extent did he plow spiritually or plant spiritually, was there anything on his part? Any effort, endeavor, uh, interest, uh, inclination, (laughs) anything of any kind, uh, of any kind? All we see on his part is an interest for himself. Uh, There's no mention of God. Uh, There's nothing that's said even of uh, others. If you look at the parable of the rich fool, generally you would say that the rich fool is characterized by selfishness. This is what he was planting. This is uh, 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 what his life uh, uh, was like. And so, the Bible says, Be not deceived, God is not mocked, 
whatsoever a man sows, that also shall he reap. If we sow to the flesh, we will of the flesh reap corruption. He that sows to the Spirit shall of the Spirit reap life everlasting. And don't be weary in well-doing. In due season we shall reap if we faint not if we uh, faint uh, not. Uh, in the book of Hosea, there is a statement, uh, Hosea chapter 8 and verse 7, they have sown the wind, they will reap the whirlwind. Uh, uh, they have sown the wind, they will reap the uh, whirlwind. If there is no sowing, uh, of any kind, then the natural thing uh, is to uh, expect thorns and thistles. He that goes forth and weeps, bearing precious seed, will doubtless come again with rejoicing, bringing his sheaves with him. And uh, the seed, remember, in the parable of the sower and, uh, uh, and the seed, the seed is the word of God. And so if we stick with that as a part of our picture, is there a sowing that involves God's word? Is there a sowing where people hear God's word and where they respond to uh, uh, God's word? Where they consider that this is God's word and therefore it is uh, uh, precious? Uh, is there a filling of our hearts and lives uh, with that uh, uh, word? And a bearing fruit, and the fruit goes on to uh, other uh, to other people. Uh, there is a reasonable hope uh, in the heart and mind of the farmer that the earth will produce something, uh, uh, because he's not just sitting back and saying it should grow. All right, there is a certain amount of planting and plowing on his part. There is also a long patience, uh, it says, a long uh, patience. Difficult experiences, hard times, uh, trials uh, and uh, troubles. What will these bring to the believer if, if there is a right spirit? And a good response. Uh, a good response. They will bring valuable fruit. Uh, remember what it says in Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 11, just going back a few pages. It says, now no chastening, and the word there could be rendered perhaps better rendered as uh, training, uh, as training. No training for the present seems to be joyous, but grievous. After, nevertheless, afterward, it yields the peaceable fruit of righteousness to those who are exercised there, uh, thereby. I think, I think it's a common thing. Maybe you can remember experiencing it uh, when you were younger. Uh, when you were uh, younger, uh, and uh, 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 the idea that you plant something. And uh, you're sitting there and saying, uh, I want to see it grow. <laughs> but as you sit there and look at it and look at it and look at it, uh, somehow it doesn't seem to be very visibly growing. Uh, it is growing. But uh, long patience. Uh, 
should be there as well. Because if you expect it to sprout up in a moment, uh, usually a tree doesn't do that. You want something like that, it's you know, like mushrooms will do that, but then they'll be gone the next day as well. Uh, 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 so, uh, there is a long patience. Uh, there is no crop that I'm really aware of, uh, not an expert, uh, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, there's no crop that I'm really aware of where you sow one day and you reap the next, or there where you sow one week and you reap the next week. It, it just doesn't happen uh, that way. The usual thing is a period of months. Uh, a period of months, and that's reflected, isn't it, in the statement that the Lord Jesus uh, uh, used with the disciples. Say ye not that it is, what, three months? Or am I getting that wrong? It's in uh, John chapter uh, uh, 4. John uh, chapter 4, the Lord Jesus used a particular uh, saying of uh, the uh, time. Uh, Say ye not, there are four months, and then comes the harvest. All right, that was the common saying, and in general, there is a passage of time that is uh, involved. Uh, the book of Habakkuk, uh, chapter two and uh, verse uh, three: um, "For the vision is yet for an appointed time, but the, at the end it shall speak and not lie. Though it tarry, wait for it." Though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not uh, tarry. Uh, uh, Psalm 30 and uh, verse uh, 5. For his anger endures but a moment. In his favor is life. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in uh, the morning. Uh, Immediate results. Sometimes it can happen, depending on what you're thinking uh, of and what you're considering. Yes, sometimes it can happen, but many times, many, many times. Uh, there is the need for long patience. There is the need for waiting uh, with uh, long uh, patience. Uh, we need to uh, share the message of the gospel with those around us. And some, when they first hear will respond with true saving faith. But others, and I dare say in many cases, they'll need to hear again and again. Remember John the Baptist. The first day he stood up and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And he told of the fact uh, that the Lord had uh, uh, that the Lord had mentioned to him ahead of time, the one when you're baptizing, you see the Spirit come upon him. And this is what happened with the Lord Jesus Christ. And who responded? Zero. Nobody. And then the Bible says, the next day he stood again and said, Behold the Lamb of God. And two disciples followed the Lord Jesus. And so on and so on. The next uh, day, uh, the next uh, day, uh, the farmer has long patience 
for uh, for it. Uh, Abraham was promised many things that involved him having a child, having a son, uh, having a, a son. But this son seemed not to be showing up. And at a certain point, the long patience was not long anymore and was not even patient anymore. And so a substitute arrangement was worked out with Hagar, which was not of the Lord's doing or leading and uh, did not produce much that uh, was good. Saul uh, was waiting for Samuel to show up and offer a sacrifice. And after that, the people would go to war against uh, the enemy. But Samuel did not show up. And it seemed like the opportune time was slipping away. And so, finally, Saul himself offered the sacrifice, and Samuel showed up right after that and told him, What have you done? What have you done? Uh, has long patience uh, uh, for it. I mean, doesn't it happen sometimes? I suppose it does happen, uh, where, again, maybe some child who's learning in science at school, uh, that what that you plant something and it grows, so they go and put something in the ground, and it doesn't come up, doesn't come up, doesn't come up, and then what do they do? They go and they say, is it still there? Is it still there? And so what happens? They dig it up, and then when they dig it up, it's ruined. It uh, it's not going to grow any uh, any more. The farmer, as he is waiting, is waiting with a sacrificial spirit, with a spirit that has uh, an element of sacrifice to it. Why? Uh, because the seed that you are putting in the ground is a seed that could be used in another way. Instead of putting it in the ground, let's say you're talking about wheat, instead of putting it in the ground, I could put it in my mouth. <laughs> instead of planting it in the hope that more wheat will grow, I can take it and do what with it, grind it and bake it and eat it. And eat it. And therefore this long waiting... Uh, involves what? Involves foregoing something. Foregoing uh, something. Uh, uh, Proverbs chapter uh, 11 uh, tells us of the one who scatters. Proverbs chapter 11 and uh, uh, verse 24 and verse uh, 25. There is he that scatters and yet increases. Now this is the wisdom that God is giving. But the natural way of thinking is that when you scatter, you don't increase. When you scatter, you decrease. This is what our human wisdom tells us. There is he that scatters and yet increases. And there is he that withholds more than is fitting attends to poverty. The liberal soul uh, will be made fat. And he that waters shall be uh, watered also uh, himself. Uh, uh, himself, but 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 I could eat it, uh, but I could uh, eat it. Uh, my brother Paul told me a story once about uh, 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 his son Andrew at a petting zoo. Uh, it's a it's a, a long story. Uh, 
here is uh, 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 a, uh, I believe it was a, a, a deer uh, behind a chain link fence. And, uh, and you buy a certain kind of thing. It looks a little bit like a cookie, and you feed the deer <laughs> through the chain link fence, you know, those fences where, where the spaces are like, like diamonds. Uh, and uh, this is my brother's second son, the, uh, Andrew, who's autistic. Uh, so Andrew was feeding the deer through the fence, and then suddenly Andrew started thinking, wait a minute, this thing that I'm giving to the deer, it looks like a cookie. <laughs> and why am I giving a cookie <laughs> when I could be eating it myself? So the deer on the other side of the fence already had his teeth into this cookie. <laughs> Here's the fence. Andrew's on one side, the deer is on the other. Andrew's feeding the, uh, the, the deer and the deer has his teeth clamped into this cookie, and, uh, and Andrew decides he wants to pull it, he wants to get it back, because I can eat it. <laughs> he can eat it. And, of course, the deer already has his teeth into it, uh, uh, and it appeared to be something hard so that it wouldn't crumble very easily. So Andrew was not able to pull it, to pull it from the deer. And so the next thing that he did was that he couldn't pull it, Right, his part that he was holding, <laughs> he decided to bite onto that part, and uh, so uh, I wasn't there. My brother told me that if he had a video camera, he would have won America's Funniest Home Videos, because here was Andrew with his teeth clamped on a cookie, and the deer on the other side, they were practically kissing each other and pulling, you know, tug of war going on with the chain link, uh, chain link fence between them, uh, uh, between them, each one of them trying to pull the cookie uh, from the other. You know, why should I give the, the cookie to the deer? I can eat it myself. Uh, I, can, uh, uh, I can eat it uh, myself. Uh, um, What's in it for me? How will I benefit? Isn't this how the world teaches us to think? Isn't this what comes to us naturally? But the Bible tells us that the one who will save his life will do what? Will lose it. And the Lord Jesus uh, uh, said that the hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. And except a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies it brings forth much fruit. He that loves his life shall lose it. And he that hates his life in this world shall keep it unto life uh, eternal. The waiting of the farmer is a sacrificial waiting. It is also a waiting that is filled with faith, filled with depending on God. Now, the farmer shouldn't say, I'm just going to sit here and depend on God. And we spoke about that. There is a planting, there is a plowing, there is a human responsibility uh, uh, element. Uh, but at the same time, it says uh, he waits until he receives the early and the latter uh, rain. Certainly, the rain is not under the control of the farmer. And uh, the rain comes down from above. Uh, 
the Bible uh, tells us that the Lord is in control of all things. Uh, Paul and Apollos, who are they? They are ministers by whom you believe, but the Lord is the one who gave. And to every man. And I planted and I and Apollos has watered, but God gave the increase. The one who plants is nothing and the one who waters uh, is nothing. It is God who gives the increase. Except the Lord build the house they labor in vain. Uh, that uh, build it. Uh, Jehoshaphat, Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20 and verse uh, 12. Uh, the prayer in the temple. O Lord, O, uh, o our God, will you not judge them? Because we have no might. Because we have no might against this great company that comes against us. Neither know we what to do, but our eyes are upon thee. I waited patiently for the Lord, Psalm 40 and verse 1, and he inclined unto uh, me. A waiting that uh, is filled with uh, faith and dependence upon God. A waiting also which is active. Because it is not just necessarily plowing and planting, which the farmer does, but there are other things that the farmer uh, is involved with uh, as well. Weeds uh, show up. Uh, they uh, want to uh, invade the field, so to speak. Uh, the parable of the wheat and the tares. Uh, a man sowed good seed in his field. The enemy came and he sowed tares. Uh, what did Paul say to the leaders of the church of Ephesus? Uh, take heed to yourselves and to the flock uh, over which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood because I know that grievous wolves will enter in among you. And also of your own selves will there be perverse things. Will there be men? There will be men who will rise up and speak perverse things. Uh, uh, perverse things. The harvest depends on God. Of course it does. But I should work as if it depended on me. As if it depended upon uh, uh, me. Uh, pray, someone has said, pray as if it all depends on God, work as if it all depends uh, on uh, you. The farmer waits uh, with activity, uh, 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 with uh, activity. Um, the farmer waits also uh, in all uh, circumstances, in every uh, situation. Uh, the crop looks like it's doing well. It's on schedule. Everything looks positive. All indications point to a good harvest. Circumstances seem to be appropriate. How many times does that happen? Some of the time. But there are many times when it seems to be too cold, or when it seems to be too hot, or when it seems to be too wet, or when it seems uh, to be uh, too dry. And so this waiting is not this kind of uh, uh, situation where everything is proceeding according to plan. There are ups, there are uh, downs ups and downs in our life, ups and downs in the lives of those around us. And Paul the Apostle says, I know how to be abased. 
and I know how to abound. I've learned whatever state I am in, therewith to be uh, content. I'm instructed how to be full and how to be hungry, how to abound and how to suffer uh, and how to suffer uh, need. And so our farmer waits with a reasonable hope and with long patience and with a spirit of sacrifice and depending on God and with a certain amount of activity in every, in every circumstance. Let's ask another question. Let's ask about what encourages, what motivates, what helps and supports this farmer in what he does. It says that he is waiting for the precious fruit of the earth. He's not waiting for just any old thing. He is waiting for something uh, uh, valuable, uh, for something uh, uh, valuable. Um, I'll open the windows of heaven if you bring the tithes into the storehouse, storehouse. And I'll pour out a blessing such that you will not be able to receive it. Take out the ship and let down your nets for a catch. Now, Lord, we've waited a long time, and while you've been teaching, uh, we were ready to go home uh, uh, earlier, and then you showed up and came into our boat. And uh, before that, we were fishing all night, and uh, they went, and they let down the net. So much fish the Lord gave that the net break, the net broke, the ship began to sink. They called to uh, their friends and partners in the other ship, which presently came to help them, and that ship also began to sink, began to sink. Uh, God is able to work, is able to give fruit, and this fruit is precious. It says in Genesis 26 and verse 12 that Isaac sowed in the land, and he received in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. And of course there were trials and troubles then and people who were stopping up the wells and, 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 uh, uh, and difficulties of, uh, of that uh, kind. Uh, we are waiting for God to work and to do something of great uh, value. Uh, waiting for the coming of uh, the Lord. Uh, waiting for the blessed hope and the glorious appearing of our great God and uh, Savior. Waiting for something precious. Encouraged also by God's covenant. By God's uh, covenant. Uh, what did the Lord say to uh, Noah? While the earth remains, Genesis 8 and verse 2, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer and winter, day and night shall not cease, shall not uh, cease. Uh, God has promised to give growth, 
to his uh, children. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, and you might grow. And you uh, might uh, grow. No, that you would grow. That you would grow uh, thereby. Uh, it's not a matter of uh, if I uh, go to God's word, I might or might not receive uh, a blessing. The one who goes forth and weeps, bearing precious seed, shall what? Shall doubtless, doubtless come again with rejoicing. Isaiah 55 says, the rain comes down, snow from heaven. It doesn't return. Uh, uh, It waters the earth. It makes the earth bring forth and bud, uh, that it may give seed to the sower, bread to the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void. It will accomplish that which I please. It shall prosper in the thing to which I sent, uh, to which I uh, sent it. Uh, Paul in Corinth, Acts chapter 18 and verses 9 and 10. Be not afraid. Hold not thy peace. I am with you. No man will set on you to hurt you because I have much people in this city. In this uh, city. Uh, There is a a promise of God and a working of God. The farmer is encouraged as well by the fact that uh, he has seen other harvests. He has seen other uh, harvests. Um, Look at verses 10 and 11. Take, my brethren, the prophets who have spoken the name of the Lord for an example of what? Of suffering and affliction and of patience. And, verse uh, that's verse 10, verse 11, we count them happy who endure. You've heard of the patience of Job. And you've seen the end of the Lord, that the Lord is very pitiful and uh, of tender uh, mercy. Uh, If the Lord asks me, to be uh, patient. Is it the first time he's ever asked anyone in the history of the world to be patient? Or has it not happened uh, before? Uh, Revelation chapter 1 and verse 9, I, John, your brother and companion in tribulation, and in the kingdom and patience of the Lord Jesus Christ, was in the isle which is called Patmos, for the word of God and for the testimony of uh, Jesus uh, Christ. Uh, Revelation 13 and verse 10, He that leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He that kills with the sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and faith of uh, the saints. Uh, Hebrews chapter 6, verses 11 and 12. We desire that every one of you show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end, that ye be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience inherit the promise. Inherit the promises. Hebrews 13 and verse 7. Remember them which have the rule over you, who have spoken unto you the word of God, whose faith follow, considering the end of their conversation. The end of their conversation. How things ended for them. 
as they followed the Lord and followed it and followed him uh, 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 patiently. What happens when we are uh, patient? Well, what happens when we are impatient? What happens when we are impatient? What benefits do impatience uh, bring? What blessings does impatience uh, bring to us and to those around us? How about going to some job interview and someone tells you, what do you think makes you a good candidate for this job? And you'll tell him, I'm a very impatient person. That's why you should hire me. <laughs> because I'm very impatient. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Uh, it doesn't work that way in, 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 in the natural world, like I'm, uh, like I'm uh, saying. You want to be impatient? Show me the benefits of impatience. Show me what blessings, what good things have resulted from impatience. Uh, from uh, impatience, uh, with patience, uh, there will be what there will be uh, an absence by the Lord's grace, an absence of discouragement. I have been very jealous for the Lord God. First uh, Kings chapter nineteen. The children of Israel have forsaken your covenants. They've thrown down your altars. They've slain your prophets with the sword. And I, only I, am left, and they seek my life to take it away. Be patient, Elijah. Be, uh, be patient to serve with the right uh, spirit. Uh, patience will help us to do that. Uh, in the book of uh, Luke, uh, in uh, the parable of the sower, and the seed. Uh, in Luke, where the parable appears, there is a phrase, I think it doesn't appear in Matthew and Mark. Uh, they that are on the good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, Luke 8.15, having heard the word, keep it, and they bring forth fruit with patience. And they bring forth fruit with uh, patience. Uh, we are compassed, Hebrews chapter 12 and verse 1, with a great cloud of witnesses. And so let us lay aside every weight, and let us lay aside the sin which easily besets us, and let us run with patience the race which is set uh, before us, uh, which is uh, set before us. Um, uh, look at uh, some verses that speak of uh, patience and what comes uh, from it. Second Thessalonians 1.4 So that we ourselves glory in you, in the churches of God, for your patience and faith in all your persecutions and tribulations that ye endure. We glory of you among the churches uh, of, uh, uh, of God. Uh, Revelation chapter 3 uh, and uh, verse uh, 10. Because you have kept the word of my patience, I also will keep you from the hour of temptation which shall come upon all the world to try uh, them that dwell uh, upon uh, it. Uh, Revelation 14 
Here is the patience of the saints. Here are they that keep the commandments of God and the faith of uh, of Jesus. Uh, Hebrews uh, chapter 10 uh, and verse uh, 36, Abrani and Hashra, Al-Adad For ye have need of patience, that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive uh, the promise. The farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, and he has long patience for it. Be patient because the Lord will come. Be patient because the Lord will uh, work. His coming draws, uh, uh, draws near. Don't murmur. Uh, verse uh, 9. Think of others who have gone on uh, before you, who served the Lord with this patience and long waiting. You've seen the patience of Job. And you've seen the end of the Lord. What the Lord sets before his children is worth waiting for. Is worth uh, waiting uh, uh, for. Uh, and so we must wait patiently as the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. Be patient unto the coming of the Lord. Let's pray. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the way that we see around us things that reflect spiritual truth and how your word uses these things to illustrate and clarify, to make things more evident and more clear. The farmer waits for the fruit, and he waits for it with long patience. We pray, Lord, that you would give to us that spirit of patience and perseverance. Prophets of old, Job in particular, as mentioned in this passage, examples unto us. And these things are written for our learning. And what was true in their day is true also in our day. There is a precious harvest. There are blessings and there is a reward. We pray that you'd help us to be patient and to wait in the right way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.